Welcome into Defeating the Curse. My name is Joe. Stevie's in the house. Say hello, Stevie. Hello, Ricks. FP is back from vacation looking tan with his uh, fly new haircuts. Say hello, my man. What's up, guys? Welcome. Uh, good to be back. Yeah, thank you for welcoming us to the show. <laughs> and uh, and uh, special guest uh, joining in the podcast for the first time, but he's been doing a lot of stuff behind the scenes. Anthony, uh, he get he doesn't get much love on air, um, but off air, the guy writes a good deal of stuff that appears on the website. He, he uh, obviously actually provides a whole bunch of content for HMG as well, but um, he, he's all Nats all the time. Uh, Anthony, welcome into the podcast. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. Don't, don't be nervous. We'll... Uh, We'll pop that cherry uh, slowly here. Uh, Fresh blood here. So we're, you're we're, not going to mess up more than me, so it's okay. Well, yeah, we'll, we'll see. Want- we'll give them a letter grade at the end of this. So they are on the road. World Series preview, right, Stevie? Something like that. Uh, yeah, the Houston. I mean, top dogs in the AL. I mean, they're, they're, they've been great, you know, this whole season and. That was a hell of a game last night. I don't know if, if all four, uh, all, all you guys watched it, but woof. Can we talk about that bullpen? Okay, that Mike Rizzo, can, can, is he up for D.C. mayor? Can I uh, have a write-in <laughs> for D.C. mayor for Mike Rizzo? What he has done with the bullpen is one of the greatest transformations in season of a huge weakness in a contender to uh, 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 a huge strength. I mean, this bullpen won. We need a slurp sound effect. I, 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 whatever sound effect you want, okay, I will bend the knee for Mike Rizzo anytime he wants, okay, with that bullpen. What he, I mean, what he did to that is incredible. Last week they were named bullpen of the week. They got bullpen honors by some Major League Baseball award. I mean, Kinsler comes in, gives up a couple hits, bases loaded, one out, gets the ground out, uh, double play ball from Rendon to Murphy to, to Zim. Just incredible to get them out of that inning. And Doolittle comes in, and I cannot describe the difference that I feel watching in the game when Sean Doolittle is pitching that ninth compared to Matt Albers, compared to, uh, you know, Blake Trinan, compared compared to uh, Perez. I mean, the list goes on and on. I mean, he is locked down 12 for 12 since he's been here. He hasn't blown a save. This bullpen is shortening the game like we haven't seen before here in D.C. in the past five years when this team's been contending. And I think uh, the bigger thing, even more than Kinsler last night, was Joe Blanton coming in and retiring the best hitter in probably baseball, and Jose Altuve. Um, you know what a what a great job by him. I think, you know, I laughed at Dusty when he said we need a closer and everything will fall into place, but that's exactly what happened. Um, Joe Blanton has has a role. Uh, Perez has a role. Everyone is sort of falling into place, and. It's beautiful to see, even though the offense has, has been a little dead the last couple of weeks. But, you know, has, we're still. Uh, has Sean missed a save opportunity yet? No, 12 for 12. Wow. 12 for 12, baby. In the, in the season, he has, but since he's been traded to the Nats, he no, has no, not. No, no, we only care about what happens since he's, uh, <laughs> he put on the, the curly W on the hat. Well, I'll tell you, that, that's a damn good point by Anthony is that everyone is finding their role right now. And, and you said it, Dusty said it. He said, we've got pieces in place, but right now those pieces are being asked to do things that they're not capable of doing. And, and Joe Blanton, again, is a setup, nice setup guy, comes in, can deal with the right-handers. Annie Romero, Sammy Solis is coming in. And has been a resurgent, giving us some big innings and some long relief inning work. And again, something I said a couple weeks ago, right now, our three and four starters have been wonderful this second half of the season. Gio Gonzalez, 
right now is tops in the NL in ERA. Just incredible. I mean, this guy's getting no love in the national stage because he got Max Scherzer, Steven Strasburg, all the big names. But Gio is pitching just as well as any of our pitchers right now up and down the National League starting uh, pitching roster. So he's been pitching great. And Tanner Rourke, I said, the Tanner Rourke had a terrible first half of the season. I said, Tanner Rourke is going to come back and have a resurgent second half. And right now, our four top pitchers are locked in for the playoffs. Nobody disagreed with you, man. You're getting all, you're getting all heated about Rourke. I don't care. I just want to prove that you're wrong. And I'm wrong. I don't care. It's funny because I, I was just looking at Gio's stats today while writing uh, writing a story about him. And you're right. He's, he's number one uh, in ERA of all healthy pitchers. I mean, Scherzer and Kershaw are uh, one and two in ERA, but they're both on the shelf. Um I, I don't know. I you know I kept thinking who starts Game Four in an NLDS? Is it Roark? Is it uh, Scherzer again? Uh, does Dusty, you know, bring Scherzer back on three days rest? Does he bring Strasburg back on three days rest? Is Geo starting twice? It, you know, the possibilities are endless, and that's because um, we have the ability, mm-hmm. as we've been saying, to lock down at the end of the bullpen. So we don't need seven or eight innings. We need six. We need five and a third. We need. Um, six and a third, and you know we have Matson, we have Doolittle, we have uh, Kinsler who can shut it down. So it'll be interesting to see how the rotation lines up in the playoffs based on um, matchups and yeah, I, I mean, how the bullpen. Think about that for a second, and think about where we were last year to where we are now. I mean, last year we were limping into the playoffs with no Steven Strasburg. We had Doug Fister's starter being moved to the bullpen, and we had no options. Right now, like you said, we got great options. You got. You could have Scherzer, Strasburg, Gio, then back to Scherzer and keep Tanner as a long reliever in case Gio or even Scherzer gets into trouble and, and Tanner can come out of the bullpen, which he's done throughout the season and in years past. So there's tons of options for this team right now. And, and right now we need to get everyone healthy. I recognize probably three uh, starters in that lineup uh, the other night, uh, and they still were able to beat the Astros because Zim and Murphy are still hitting the ball. Yeah, we're playing the backups to the backups. I mean, who's Alejandro De Haza and what has he done in the last I five years? I have no idea. <laughs> I literally have um, no idea. And I guarantee FP has no idea that that was even an actual name. No, I, I completely thought you guys made all of that up. He thought it was Deshaun Kaiser's backup <laughs> at, at, at Skins training camp. Okay. But no, you know, this, 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 go ahead. I'm sorry. No, it's all right. Uh, you know, who do we? Who's key in getting healthy? Is it just Harper? Is it Harper and Turner? No. Do we? Do you trust Jason Worth after he's been away for three months? What do we need to see heading uh, into September and when we play the Dodgers in the middle of September? What do we need no. to see from this team? No, that that's a good question. If you gun to my head, the most important person that needs to get healthy right now is Trey Turner because he can manufacture runs, like you said. We haven't been hitting as well in the past couple of weeks, and we've been relying a lot on the long ball. I think we lead the major leagues in home runs hit as a team. I know we're definitely top five up there along with Houston, but uh, Trey Turner's a type that you get into the playoffs. He can manufacture a run with a single. He can get on third base you know, within three to five pitches stealing. So Trey Turner right now is the most important person. Jason Ward, to be honest, is the least important person because of what Brian Goodwin has been doing in the outfield. But you sleep uh, on that experience, Stevie. You, you really, you're sleeping on the experience, I, especially come playoff time. Um, down, down that, like when, when it's, 
we see it in the NBA probably more than anywhere else. Like those, the old timers that just have don't, been don't, there don't before. Don't to pivot to the NBA. I'm not, I'm, okay. It's not a pivot. Don't, I won't let it's you not do that. a pivot. I'm just saying, like those those guys that have been there before are tried and true. You, you want them healthy. I think you're sleeping on that experience factor with Worth in particular. I mean, we saw him. We talked to him. He wasn't that far away from returning a month ago when we chatted with him uh, during batting practice. So they're really taking their time, and that's that's Dusty doing his thing and saying, I don't really need him right now, right? Yeah, but can you really rely on Jason Worth to give you consistent at-bats in the playoffs? I mean, um, we're looking at a guy who fouled the ball off his foot and now is out for three and a half months. Um, I agree with you, maybe Goodwin isn't the option since he is a rookie and he, he can't hit left-handers all that well, but you do have a guy that you can platoon with him and Howie Kendrick. And um, yep. Like you said, right. Steve, I'll, I'll beat the drum for Mike Rizzo any day. That was a phenomenal pickup. We gave well, a- I said I gave it a little dirty. I said bend the knee, but that, that's a euphemism that, that we've been using around here. Uh, <laughs> but I, 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 I'm with you. I think, I mean, again, Rizzo with that trade with Kendrick is just totally shored up the, the bench. So just to Joe's point, I actually, I, I agree with Joe, and I, I'm not feeling too well, but I, I agree with Joe. I love when those of, words come uh, out of someone's mouth. Uh, you know, you're right. Worth is, is playoff experience, and we saw it, of course, in the, the you know the greatest hit in Nats history so far as that 2012 Game 4 walk-off. So, uh, you know, Jason Worth is key, but, I mean, imagine a lineup. Right now we just talked about Bianza, Goodwin, Defoe, Kendrick. I mean, you're going to replace that. Come October, God willing, knock on wood or Joe's thick skull with Turner, Worth, Harper, Zim, Murphy, Rendon, Weeders, Pitcher. That is, and, and Weeders, by the way, is hitting a lot better over the last couple of days. It's been really clutch. So don't sleep on that eight spot either. But that's a hell of a lineup. And is, I that roster, is that roster better than the Dodgers? And then is it better than the Cubs? And is it better than the Astros? I don't know, but I want to play the Dodgers right now. But you can't. And I, that lineup, I know I can't. I can't. And I want all those guys to be healthy because that is going to be an epic series, assuming we can get out of the first round, which we've had trouble with over the past five years. And you're also <laughs> – and, and and there's no – there's nothing to um, – and this also assumes that Dusty stays out of his own way and doesn't try to get super cute when everyone well, is healthy, right? So, you know, there's you nothing gonna, to say that gonna, he'll gonna, do you're it. You're going to talk but... to Grant Paulson about that? Let's let's go there. Actually, let's go there. Um, because I this has been my qualm with with Dusty the entire year. Um, come playoff time, when you need those clutch at bats and when you need uh, your big boppers to to hit as many times as possible, are you going to hit Rendon second or sixth? Are you going to hit where it's a little bit lower in the lineup where he can jumpstart that lineup? Are you going to hit him second where um, maybe his bat st- speed isn't back to normal because of how much time he's missed. Um, those are the questions that I don't have the answer to. And I think the bigger thing is, is he modern enough to pitch in the playoffs this time around? Because you saw Dave Roberts last year. He he got Kenley Jansen for seven outs in a game five. And then he got the best pitcher in baseball to close the game out. And granted, we batted Defoe as our last batter of the division series, so it wasn't that hard. But still, is Dusty modern enough to go make these moves and to have the optimal lineup that we need? Well, that, that's a good question. I think the lineup thing is overblown. And again, I love Grant Paulson. Grant Paulson is, you know, best sports radio guy in the business here in D.C. But I, to be honest, right. I think he's overblown. I think that he overblew the, the whole thing, and I think he made it a big deal by going to the press conference. And it turned into a thing, not any fault of, of, of Grant's, but it just turned into a thing. 
which happens here in D.C. a lot. But to be honest, the bigger issue with Dusty that I have is the overexertion of the pitchers and the starting pitchers. Last night, no, no, last night, Gio, last, Gio's last start, he pitched 120 pitches in a meaningless August game where we're up 14 games in the division. That's absurd. Max Scherzer coming off of the, the neck sprain and, and, and the neck injury pitched 110 pitches. And it was that morning we had gone to Dusty's presser, actually, me and Anthony, because we had press credentials. Dusty had said, we're not looking for hero ball uh, from Max. You know, we don't need anything crazy from Max. It's August. We need him to get healthy. He says that. And then that night, Max pitches 110 pitches. Th- that, to me, is concerning when you get into the fragility of Steven Strasburg and and the other guys of really overworking them with a 15-game lead in the division, 13 and a half at the moment. But uh, So that, to me, is the greatest concern with Dusty right now. You know, I, I I tend to to agree with you about basically everything that you said, but line of construction is very important. And I know Grant blew it out of proportion, but I mean, Anthony Rendon is tops on the Nationals and ones above replacement. He is hitting 300 with 20-something bombs, 70-something RBIs. There is no reason for him to be protected by the likes of Matt Wieters, Michael Taylor, uh, Wilmer Defoe. He needs to hit second in the lineup so that when Bryce comes back, uh, yeah, he's being protected by Bryce, by Daniel Murphy, by Ryan Zimmerman, by all these big boppers. And Turner is at uh, you know the top of the lineup, so he's going to be wrecking havoc anyway. So you might as well put Rendon in a position where he can make contact. He doesn't strike out. He walks a fair bit of, uh, of the, you know, he walks a, a little bit. So you know, why not put him second and put Jason Worth to protect somebody like Murphy if we trust that. Jason Worth is a professional hitter who's done it before in the playoffs. Well, this lineup thing is it's just as old as dirt at this point. I mean, I know Grant and Danny go nuts with this topic, uh, and they, they lose their mind, it seems like, every other day about the, what Dusty's doing with the lineup. And I don't want to get into that because, personally, I don't have anything else to add to it. <laughs> and they drive me crazy with how much they spend on it. But do we know when, when Harper's coming back? Uh, do we know? I mean, I haven't read much about this injury. They, they seem to be really – I mean, this is a Rizzo thing, and he tends to – keep these things really close to the vest. I mean, we saw it with Strasburg. Nobody really knew when he was coming back until he was doing simulated games, and then he went out for a couple innings, um, I think minor ball uh, down at Woodbridge or whatever. I'll tell you this. In, on the injury front, what we know is Trey Turner and Jason Worth played in a game last night in Syracuse for the, uh-huh. the minor league yeah. ball club. Those guys are slated to come back early next week, Monday, Tuesday, something like that. I think – Trey Turner can come off the 60-day DL, I think, as early as Tuesday. So those will be the first two guys back. And now Harper, Scherzer, and Strasburg. Dusty said that Scherzer will pitch potentially on Friday night. He said that he's slated to pitch Friday night. So Scherzer will be back Friday night, hopefully. Now, Strasburg and Harper are the big ones that I don't think Harper comes back anytime before mid-September. And I think, to be honest, we would pencil in the Dodgers series as uh, the day he comes back. It's a, the September 15, 16, 17 uh, against the Dodgers. I don't know if you see it differently, Anthony. I, I think if Dusty, if, if based on track record with Dusty, I don't think he brings him back for that series. I think Harper's going to be too excited to have just come back from the DL and now playing the best team in baseball. It was like 7,000 games above 500. So I think he brings him back the series after because it's, it's, it's a little bit, lower leverage, he lets him get his at-bats, he lets him get um, you know, his timing back so that come playoff time, 
Um, he's both healthy and ready to go. Whereas I think if he comes back a little early, he's going to overexert. He's going to try to do his best to beat the Dodgers to prove a point, which I don't think Dusty really sees any benefit in. So I think he's going to build this confidence against the likes of Pittsburgh and the New York Mets who are pitching double-A guys now um, and the Marlins so that he can get his timing, he can see good pitches, he can um, kind of get yeah. that lift that he needs. It'd be like um, uh, it'd be like Grant and Danny coming to sit in for us, uh, you know, coming off of uh, vacation <laughs> uh, or, or something to that effect. But it, let's 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 shift here for a second. But but but, but Joe Joe, you met uh, Anthony mentioned big boppers. Are we going to talk about FP's trip to Ocean City? <laughs> I don't know if the uh, under twenty one club is something we uh, want to discuss here. <laughs> he said big boppers. I'm assuming FP <clears throat> got his share. Big boppers over there. Um, let's just say secrets during the day. Uh, I wasn't a fan. Now I am a fan. During uh, the day? During, during the day? The day. What are you during, doing there drinking? during the day? Oh, secrets at night is, uh, that's where all, where all the shadows come out. It's during the day that you, that you want everyone. Yo, man, I don't know. That place, you can't go to a club during the day. That's like going to a strip club in West Virginia. No, no, like no, no. Noon, like a for a lunch buffet. <laughs> it's like, not what are you doing, club. man? You're a cesspool of drinking. Yeah, you're in the water looking at all the smoke shows, drinking fruity, uh, disgusting sugar drinks, but it gets the job done. Wasn't so. Warren Sapp hanging out there this weekend? Or was that last weekend? Why would Warren Sapp be in Ocean City? It was on my Twitter. One of the one of the uh, the fanboys, uh, not boys, uh, was it uh, Matt? I think it was Valdez. He was on vacation or something, and they were hanging out with uh, with Warren Sapp in Ocean City. I bet it's it's just some brother who's pretending to be Warren Sapp to get some booty. Okay. How, how the mighty have fallen. It might have been FP, actually. It could have been. <laughs> it's Maryland, after rocking. all. They can't tell. <laughs> yeah. Okay, can we true. shift? Can we talk about this actual series right now that that we're watching? Um, you know, they're they're halfway through this three-game set with, uh, with the Astros. Is this, you know, we touched on it, but is this potentially a November preview? Just yes or no. You don't have to give me some elaborate... You know, Stevie, answer here. Just yes or no. <laughs> no. Okay, Anthony, yes or no. No, but I think it's more because of the Astros, not because of the Nationals. He's a quick learner. Okay, he, he knows to ignore Joe's uh, commands. It's good. Well, I try to keep it moving around here. You guys, you're getting into the like the real nuts and bolts here of baseball that that no, I but, can't follow. And but, FP is sleeping over there. Uh, finally, what, what are we going to talk about? The NBA in, in August. We should be talking about the NBA, but I, I'm refraining. Was huge. I'm refraining yeah. from discussing the NBA right now. That's a whole. It needs its own then, show. Because then Steve falls asleep. The the listener <laughs> count. I see it dwindling. We're in single digits now. We could always bring LP back on to talk DC United or something. <laughs> see, I'll talk about anything to keep LP off. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, what well, expectations for the, for tonight's game then? Uh, my boy Edwin, no last name, is uh, taking the mound. Um, <laughs> He's gonna he's gonna keep doing what he's doing. It's gonna be a shame actually when this guy gets bumped out of this uh, out of the, the top five uh, out of this rotation. But uh, expectations, I mean, they held their own yesterday. What, what do you see happening uh, tonight? Let's go, Anthony first. Um, it's it's a mid August game for Dusty, so I think he just wants to come out of it with no more injuries. I know that sounds like a football uh, cliche, but um, he's gonna rest probably Murphy tonight because he he looks like he's he needs some time off and. Um, it's just going to be one of those where probably a 7-6 game, an 8-7 game. I don't think Edwin keeps doing what he's doing against this lineup. Um, so, you know, prepare for a midnight or later uh, game, uh, ending to the game. 
Stevie, how about you? What do you see happening tonight? I know you'll be watching. Yeah, I mean, if I can pronounce half of the guys' uh, names on the, on the roster sheet, that, that'll be a victory. So I think Edwin has been an amazing surprise. I mean, the way he stepped in for Strasburg and, and, and for Scherzer and for any of the, the slots has been incredible. So what he's doing has been awesome. And uh, he's just another Mike Rizzo kind of, uh, you know, diamond in the rough that he's he's brought back. And, and so, uh, you know, I... I did you run I, into I, I, him? Did you did you have coffee with him today? What's <laughs> going on? Because I, hey, I, I found out where he lives. Okay, this is, this is really tempting for me not to show up on his doorstep. Okay, I mean it's unbelievable this guy. But I, I I imagine if I showed up, there'd be a tie on the front of that door. Okay, just no make sure you, make sure you wear all your bracelets <laughs> so you can confuse him with what you're there for. <laughs> you don't know. What was the last time you went to Navy Yard? Okay, this is the best neighborhood in DC. Okay, you don't I, even know anything about Navy. I don't. I don't think we've had one podcast without Steve giving a Navy Yard a shout out. Hey, it's the here, future. Here, com- here comes the Orange Theory plug. One, yep. two, no. three, go. Eight hundred and twenty-six <laughs> calories, fifty-eight minutes. Uh, yeah, you, okay. you look the same. I feel the exact same. That's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> I, I eat the exact same. This is the real problem. Your bank account's not the same though. It's hurting. Hurting. <laughs> So anything else you guys want to talk about? We covered the Nats at length here. Uh, Astros, we expect them to win. Uh, we expect the, the Nats to continue doing what – I expect them to continue doing what they're doing, even with a roster of people that I, I don't know. Um, I mean, there's really no panic right now, and it's it's because the bullpen has gotten stronger. I mean, all that midseason, like, we don't expect to win, but we're too professional to talk about it. All that stuff has really died down now. Uh, I mean, 12, 12 from 12 is, is nuts. I, I mean, and – that's exactly what you want to see, and Rizzo definitely deserves uh, props for that. And frankly, Dusty, you know, the the talk about extending him, it seems to be coming up every couple days now also. The Nats may have to consider doing this now and not waiting um, to pay the, the postseason premium. I think maybe maybe it's worth having that conversation with him. I, personally, I would extend him. I, I don't know if there's anyone out there that's better than him right now. Am I missing something on that? Is there a, is there a manager out there that could step in and do better than what Dusty's doing right now? Well, I, I don't, I don't know that for sure. Dusty's been doing great. I think just the timing is not right. I think right now everything is playoffs and getting everyone focused and ready. So I think contract negotiations, anything that could potentially be a distraction, get it out of the way. Let's not talk about it. We'll revisit at the end of the season and uh, let's get these boys ready for the playoffs. Cause I am pumped. Just relax there, my man. Relax, relax, <laughs> relax, relax. I feel like LP talking about the 12th man on the wizards team. <laughs> Or a, a game he saw that on replay three days yeah, later. Exactly. <laughs> Anything else you guys want to talk about? I, I, I do want to talk about something that's uh, not sports-related, but it's uh, ESPN-related. But we'll come back to it. Unless you guys want to actually talk sports, not Wizards, because we got to do a whole thing just on, on the Kyrie trade. But anything else going on that you guys want to talk about? Okay, great. I'm going to take silence as no. Can we, I just want everyone's quick reaction to ESPN pulling an Asian guy named Robert Lee <laughs> off of a game, uh, off of announcing a game as to not trigger the whatever the, the perpetually triggered fan base, apparently, that doesn't watch that network. Have you guys been following this story at all? Yeah, yes. I mean, I, I just started reading up on it. Um, it it's, it it's, that's got to be typical ESPN, right? Over, overreaction? Am I am I wrong on that one? Oh, it's it's. I mean, this is a different stratosphere of crazy here. We're, we're, basically, what they're saying is, we don't believe the people that watch our network or don't watch our network can tell the difference between an Asian guy in 2017 and a <laughs> white 
general from the 1800s. Like they don't look alike. They don't sound alike. They they have nothing so, in common except the name. It's nuts. It's like the scene out of Office Space. If you remember where Michael Bolton is like wondering if he should change his <laughs> name. Like that's how crazy this is. Um, but people just seem to be like indifferent to it. Personally, for me, uh, I mean, isn't this isn't there grounds here for like a lawsuit? Like he's being discriminated against because of his name. It's nuts. No, like uh, as the uh, as the liberal on the the team. Okay, uh, I I don't think it's I think it's stupid. I think it's not a big deal. I'm worried about Bob Lee. You know, Bob Lee's like the, the godfather of ESPN. Okay, I, I'm worried they might need to change his name. I'm sure somebody's uh, looking into his family tree. Yeah, that's a different so. Lee, but but come on, there's an Asian guy named Robert Lee who who's a professional sports commentator who gets pulled off of an assignment because he happens to share a name with somebody from 200 years ago, who, by the way, wasn't like a horrible person and didn't even have, like, I don't want to get on a history tangent here, but it's just nuts to me. Like, this whole thing is nuts. And frankly, this is just another sign that ESPN has completely lost their mind. And they're watching ESPN. Well, that's, that's, that's the question is they're pandering to an audience, to a base that doesn't watch their pro like, like the people, people on the left don't consume sports. They're not watching it to begin with. So I don't know why they would I don't know why they would do it and why would you issue a statement just do it quietly if you're going to do it. How did Robert Lee, Lee keep his job when everybody else got fired from ESPN in the first place? Why is this even a topic? I mean it's it's a name. Who cares? Uh, it's it's you incredible. Can't the, you can't fire the Asian guy. You can't fire the Asian. The fact the fact that we have to talk about things this ridiculous when when big things happen like we're we're holding out on talking Kyrie or even preseason or even if I mean is this the best Nats team that we've had so far going into playoffs etc cetera, etc cetera. but no we have to talk about some no, we don't some have guys to talk name. about it I just wanted your two cents on it and I felt you especially because you hadn't participated today maybe would have wanted to chime in with something way, way to kill him FP I love it, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Anthony keeps giving Sean Anthony keeps giving me the finger here Anthony wanted to chime <laughs> in with something not the right one either um I think uh, it's just part of our hypersensitive call, Sergio. Um, it's it's kind of what we do. Uh, we overhype everything when it becomes an issue, and we pretend like we care. But I just want. We're not but, but who who is taking offense? Like, just is there one person who like? I mean, first, I mean, I don't want to get on a tangent here, but this whole like, I'm I'm upset. You've triggered me, and now I demand an apology. Like that whole genre of thinking is just completely insane. But like, who who cares that the guy's name is Robert Lee? Is somebody that well? Uh, I mean, stupid can, to, to confuse. Can you two? imagine? Can you so, imagine if it was a black guy named Robert Lee? No. Okay. Well, look. I'm gonna the the non PC the non PC example here is okay. Let's look at the the state of affairs with uh, ISIS in the Middle East. Every single person. Oh my goodness. That, uh, Where are we going? Right? I'm just saying <laughs> the name Muhammad comes up a whole lot. Okay, and it's the first name oh, of a whole lot of people. You're just gonna you uh, what? I'm sorry. It's the name, right? Is ESPN going to issue a statement saying that uh, people with names that are similar to ISIS terrorists are no longer going to be uh, on-air personalities? Like it, it doesn't stop anywhere. And this is the lunacy of the left. And, I, and I'm not picking on anybody. I'm just saying it's a, it's an, it's a never-ending <laughs> downward slope. And there's no stopping do they have, it now. Do they have any commentators named Donald? Because I feel like that would be just cause for ESPN to get rid of him too, right? Uh, look, Donald, Stur- Donald Sterling got fired because ESPN took it on a personal crusade to get the white guy who didn't want his Asian girlfriend sleeping with black guys to uh, get 
whatever. It, like it, they they do this, and and this one in particular makes no sense to me, just because nobody like nobody would have noticed if they just shuffled the assignments. But to publicly say it, you're basically pandering to a group of people who are like you want people to stand up and say, "Wow, good job!" You know, golf clap for ESPN for well, they, for doing they whatever. Did, nobody cares. They did exactly what they wanted to do because nobody talks about ESPN ever, watches ESPN ever, gives a crap about ESPN. So they have to release some asinine press release so that people can start saying the word ESPN so they can start trending on Twitter. So people can be like, Oh yeah, I forgot this entire entity exists. That's why that's the only reason they did it. There's a bunch of guys in a conference room. Be like, so it's just for, uh, nobody, it's for me. Nobody's attention. mentioned Maybe. us in a week. So let's just, I'm sorry for bringing it up, but it's consumed. Way to, go, my, Joe. Way it's, to give in to, to <laughs> the worldwide leader. Okay. Well, look, if they, <laughs> if they want to, if they want to give us a uh, two hour, you know, recurring show. Yeah. Well, I'm there. You know, hey, they, they call it me Donald. Call me Frank. What do I? Care? It won't. It won't take many zeros <laughs> to get me over there. I promise. But um, uh, anyway, boys, any anything else you want to cover? I uh, I will remain silent on other social topics uh, for the next 15 seconds or so. So chime in if you want. Let's go skins. Big big preseason game on Sunday. Let's see what you got. Uh, just, it's the free season. Oh my God! It's the hey, hey, hey! That's my line, Anthony. I'm honestly shocked to hear the words "Let's go skins" come out. It's of amazing. Mouth. He just wants me to <laughs> shut up. All right, boys. Um, regular season. So, Anthony, thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me. Hopefully, guys. Uh, that wasn't too bad for you, Stevie. Thanks for making time. FP, welcome back. Oh. Good to see you, my man. Uh, thank you. For the entire cast of DTC, proud member of Heroes Media Group, my name is Joe. We are out.